in. Welcome. I'm Connie Grimes. It was Mr. Mencken who said, injustice is relatively easy to bear. What really stings is justice. And thus, to carry the idea through to its logical conclusion, if everyone were to receive his or her just desserts, oh, what a sour dish it would be for so many of us. I want you to tell me the name of the man who is responsible for my husband's murder. And what would you do if I told you? I'd go to the police. <laughs> they want evidence. And what have you got? The say-so of a hood who's here in jail for life on a murder rap? I'll go to the newspaper, radio, TV station. There must be something I can do. Sure. Go home. Forget it. Never. Our mystery drama, Come Back Next Week, was written especially for the Mystery Theater by Sam Dan and stars Terry King and Fred Gwynn. I'll be back shortly with Act One. According to Mr. Richard Lovelace, a 17th century English poet, stone walls do not a prison make nor iron bars a cage. Mr. Lovelace should meet a gentleman named Robert Covell, who is known to the police of many cities as the Boomer. The nickname is particularly apt because he happens to be what is known as a hitman, and very efficient, too. Boom, boom. It's all over. However, justice or retribution of fate or perhaps bad luck has finally caught up with the Boomer. For the foreseeable future, he will be surrounded by iron bars and stone walls. And Mr. Richard Lovelace, to the contrary notwithstanding, to the boomer, it all adds up to prison. Boomer. Yeah? On your feet. What for? It's Sunday. So what? You got a visitor. <laughs> yeah? Who'd want to visit me? A dame. Uh. Tell her to go home. Hey, boom. She had to make a long trip to get here. I didn't ask her. Now, that's no way to treat a lady. You know who she is? I don't want to know who she is. You mean you're not even curious? Tell her to beat it. Boomer, you're the limit. No. I ain't the limit. I got the limit. 20 years to life. Boomer? Sunday, wake up. Hmm? Yeah, if it's Sunday, uh, why do I have to wake up? She's here again. Who? That same day. Uh, I'll tell you her name. Emma Dawson. So what? You mean you don't even know who she is? Yeah. Yeah, I know who she is. So? So? Tell her they got lost. How can I talk like that to a grieving widow? Give her a break. Why? I already done a favor. What kind of favor? You knocked off her husband. So, now she can do better. <laughs> he was a stiff. Can't you see him for a couple of minutes? I'm busy. Busy? Doing what? My time's booked all the way into the 21st century. Boomer. Uh, it's our time already. She's here again. <laughs> hey, hey, what does this dame want from me? Well, why don't you ask her? 
Why don't you ask her? I did. She only talked to you. Tell her to take off. She says she'll be coming back here every week. She won't take no for an answer. Yeah, well, she better. It's the only answer she's ever going to get. Boomer? Yeah, yeah, I know. It's Sunday. She's here again. Well, tell her I am uh, otherwise engaged. Boomer, a little tip. The warden wants you to see you. He does? He's impressed with her. Very sympathetic. He knows he can't order me to see anybody. Boomer, is this you talking or some fish freshing off the street, huh? You got yourself a nice, healthy outdoor job on the garbage truck. Lots of air and exercise. Now, how would you like to be transferred to the laundry, hmm? Uh, leave me comb my hair and put on a clean shirt. Now, Boomer, that's you talking. You know who I am. I'm Emma Dawson, his widow. Yeah. I bury you no malice, and I'll tell you why. Yeah, I know why. You do? You were a smart dame. I was watching you during the trial. <laughs> why not? Eh? There was nothing better to look at. You knew what it was all about. Yes. You knew it was nothing personal with me. I had nothing against your husband. I was only doing a job. Yes, I felt that. And I got caught, like they say... Uh, with the smoking pistol. Why do you want to see me? I want you to help me. Help you? Please, don't refuse me. Don't turn me down. I have nowhere else to go. How could I help you? You didn't kill my husband. Oh, you pulled the trigger, but like the gun itself, you were only an instrument. The real killer, the responsible murderer, is the person who hired you. And I intend to spend the rest of my life to bring him to justice. <laughs> Good luck. I have a great deal of money. Money never hurts. Who is he? Who's who? The person I'm looking for. I'm sorry. If you reveal his identity, you will get time off your sentence. Look, I could have made that deal with the DA before the trial. I can't understand why you won't do it. You... You must be a man of, what, 45? Uh, you're close. You were sentenced to not less than 20 years. You will be 65, an old 65, when you're released. But... I, I, I know. If I play ball... You could probably get out in ten. I got news for you. I could get out in five. Maybe less. Well, then what's stopping you? You could be a free man, still in the prime of life. Yeah, and I would also be dead. How long you think I would last? Look, I loved my husband, and I want his killer. No way, Mrs. Dawson. I'll be back again. I'll be back next week. You must help me. What is this code of silence? I know how you feel. No, you don't. You can't. If you did, you'd help hey, me. Hey, look. It's snowing up. Hey, you got a long trip back to the city, too. I don't care. I'm sorry, Mrs. Dawson. This is now is our over. I'll be back. Uh, drive careful. Don't you have nothing better to do on a Sunday? No. Give it up, will you? I can't. You better. <laughs> <laughs>
bad for you. You're losing weight, getting thin, drawn and pale. You're going to turn sour, look sour. I don't care how I look. You better. Looks is the biggest thing a dame's got going for her. I want you to tell me who... I know what you want me to tell you, and I keep telling you I can't do it. I'll be here again next Sunday. Hey. Hey, what, Boomer? You forgetting what day this is? Sunday. So? So what? So how come you ain't taking me down to the... Yeah, because you don't have a visitor. What do you mean? She comes to see me every Sunday. She didn't come today. Well, maybe, uh, uh, maybe she's late. She didn't show up, Boomer. Well, why don't you go back there? Uh, uh, Maybe she just now got here, huh? Come on, go ahead. You didn't show up last week. I'm sorry, I uh, wasn't feeling well. Gee, you you look awful. I must know the name of that person. Please. Boomer, I won't give up. I never give up. Okay. Okay? What if I was to say to you, Miss Dawson, uh, or Emma, uh, you mind if I call you Emma? You call me whatever you like. You're not a bad dame. Uh, not exactly my type, so I could never see you that way, but... Please. But, uh, what I mean is you're the sister type, the, the kind of dame a guy wants to talk to. Well, then why don't you talk to me? I never know how nice it could be just to sit with a dame and shoot the breeze. Uh... I've been stringing you along. How? I'm going to tell you something now that I could have told you the very first day. You know why I didn't do it? No. Because I wanted you to keep coming here. I mean, after all, who else is ever visiting me? I'm, I'm going to spend the rest of my life in this joint all by myself, alone. I'm sorry. Sunday afternoon, all of a sudden it turns out to be the best time of the week. I guess I just didn't want it to end. Okay. Uh, next week, East Lynn. Anyhow, you want to know the name of the guy who paid me? Yes. What if I tell you his name? <laughs> Say, for the sake of argument, his name is Autoclave J. Framus. You'd be no further along than you are now. Oh, yes, I would. I'd know who he is. Sure. But he had nothing personal against your husband, neither. Well, then why did he pay you to... He he runs what you might call a messenger service. You understand? No. This company of his, it delivers messages. Except those messages, all of them are made out of lead. Lead? In one-ounce packages. Uh, Say somebody wants to get some lead delivered to somebody... Like somebody wanted a delivery made to your husband. He contacts this Mr. Autoclave J. Flamus, here and after uh, to be known as AJF. Right? So, AJF calls a messenger, like me. That's all I ever, ever was, just a messenger. I never wore a uniform, I never rode a bicycle, but I delivered those lead messages one, two, three ounces, whatever it took. You, uh, you follow this? Yes. And now you still want to know who A.J.F. is? Tell me. 
Then you'll have to start the same thing with him you've been doing with me. And he's sure not going to tell you who paid him. But I'll be one step further along. No. You'll move all the way back to go. Except you will be dead. <laughs> Say you talk to him bright and early one morning. Hmm? You give that Mr. A.J.F. reason to believe you're on to his racket. And you won't live past cocktail time that afternoon. I can go to the police. With what? <laughs> the police want evidence. What do you got? To say so of a professional hood in jail and a murder rap. I'll go to the press. There must be something I can do. There is. Go home. Forget it. Meet another guy. It, uh, it suddenly dawns on me. I have to accept it. The realization that Robert has been killed. And there's absolutely nothing anyone can do about it. It happens all the time. To the endless list of injustices in this world, add the murder of Robert. Robert. Robert? Yeah, you called your husband Robert, huh? What? That was his name. And the reason I ask, my, my name's Robert also. And uh, <laughs> I had my share of dames. <laughs> Not one of them ever called me Robert. What did they call you? Bob. Uh, what's her name? Call me Bobby. Uh, I had one that used to say Rob. Uh, but you'd always call him Robert. He was a very dignified man. Yeah, yeah, I know. I had a very short, uh, if you want to call it that, uh, acquaintance with him. And he was, uh, older than you, too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I see. What do you think you see? I guess you didn't really love him. And the real reason you want to find the guy who's responsible for the murder is because you got a guilty conscience. And that's because you feel you shortchanged him on the marriage. You didn't love him. I loved him like a daughter. But you didn't love him like a wife. How could I love him like a wife? He was twice my age. Why was he killed? Why? I'll never find out. No one's able to help me. Goodbye, Boomer. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. That isn't true. Somebody might just be able to help you. Who? Me. But you've been telling me all along. I'm sorry, Mrs. Dawson. Visit and hours are over. Uh, come back next week, huh? Uh, um, will you come back next week? She has to come back next week. But you will come back after just a brief intermission. At that time, we shall discover just what the boomer has in mind. If it takes a thief to catch a thief, it can be hoped that a killer can be used to apprehend a murderer. It'll all be waiting for us in Act Two. The name of the game is Persistence. And no one can play it as skillfully as a woman. Just as the gentlest rains will eventually erode the hardest rocks, so will the softest womanly whisper penetrate the deafest masculine ear. The object lesson in this philosophy is about to unfold further. You're going to help me. 
I just said I would, didn't I? Yeah. Will you tell me his name? Uh, whose name? This person you call Autoclave J. Framis. Now, look, we already decided that kind of information gets you nowhere. What sort of information will get me somewhere? The kind you got to dig out for yourself. Thank you. How does that help me? What do you know so far? You know I did it. But you ain't after me. I was just a hired gun. You're not even after Mr. Autoclave J. Framis, who was hired to hire me. Who are you after? The guy who hired him. Yes, that's true. I was paid $20,000 to knock off your husband. But that was just my end. You gotta figure, Mr. A.J.F.'s markup, he probably keystoned it, which means he doubles the price. Why are we talking about money? Because while money makes the world go around for some people, it also makes it come to an end for some others. Somebody was willing to pay AJF as high as forty thousand bucks to buy a funeral for Mr. Robert Dawson. Why? Why? I, I can't imagine. Why? Robert was the kindest, most sincere. Yes. Why? It it may have been a mistake. Yes, that's it. A mistake. We don't make mistakes. Why? Would somebody want to kill him? I haven't the faintest, not even the glimmer of an idea. How well do you know your husband? Uh, I... Mm, not very well. That's not true. He was in wrong. With who? I don't know. I'm sorry, Mrs. Dawson, but the visit now is your old... Uh, can't I stay just a little longer today? Yeah, those are the rules. Yeah, he's right. Besides, you got to do your homework. My homework? Give yourself an assignment. Find out who your husband was. Harry, hello. I was uh, passing by. thought I'd drop in. Uh, first, uh, would you like to come to the club for lunch? Martha's playing tennis there this morning. Oh, well, I... Uh, Emma, you have to start doing things and moving around again. Have you been writing anything lately? I'm not really in the mood for poetry. Well, it's a pity. Your readers will miss you. <laughs> All 200 of them. About lunch. I'm sorry. I was uh, just getting ready to leave. What's this I hear about you, Emma? You visit the penitentiary just about every Sunday? Yes. Now, don't tell me you're going in for good works. Well, Harry... Look, I have to confide in someone. I am seeing a convict named Robert Cavell, known as the Boomer. Uh, why is that name familiar? He was the hitman who shot... Oh, yes, of course, I remember. But why? I had some wild idea that I could get him to tell me who hired him, but of course he won't. I understand now he would be signing his own death warrant. Besides that information would be of no value. Why not? I, I should think... You see, as I understand it, there is an organization that actually performs this sort of service. Service? Yes. It arranges for these executions. But he's helping me in other ways. How? Oh. Making me ask myself certain questions. What sort of questions? Questions about Robert. 
Who would want to have him killed? Do you know? Why, I don't have the foggiest. He must have had a secret life. Robert? One that I didn't know about. But I'm going to find out. Why? Why? To bring the killer to justice. Justice has already been done. The killer's in jail. He isn't really the killer. Is there some way I can help you? Oh, (laughs) now, Harry, this calls for action. What sort of action? It doesn't matter. You've always been constitutionally opposed to action of any kind. You're just a dilettante. Yeah, I know, I know. That's why you didn't marry me. Of course, I still love you. And suppose Martha were to find out? Well, Martha already knows. It's another case of La Ronde. Martha loves me. I love you. You loved Robert. <laughs> With whom was he in love, do you suppose? Me? Of course. Why do guys get knocked off? Two reasons. Both begin with D. Dames and Doe. Dames? Robert wouldn't look at another woman. How do you know? He wasn't very strongly motivated, uh, oriented toward women. Maybe not toward you. Look, I would rather we didn't discuss these. Yeah, we don't have to discuss anything at all. I don't know. Find out. How? See if it ties in with dough. I can't see how money would be a factor. What did he do for a living? He was executive secretary of the Chaucer Society. It's a foundation devoted to the furthering of English poetry. That's how we met. I, I write poems. How much money did he make? Well, it's a rather wealthy society. They have rich supporters and very large bequests. Yeah, sure, but what did he knock down? He only took a token salary. You live pretty good at the beach house alone. I... I have money. You have money? My father was an inventor. He... Anyway, I have two or three million dollars. He left it in a fund for me, and it it, it just keeps growing. Mm -hmm. So we got a guy that works for Poetry Foundation... Somebody wants to spend 40 grand to knock him off. Who? He could have been into the loan sharks. Why? The usual reason. Gambling. But he never gambled. See, he's got dignity on the job and at home with you. But maybe he wants something else, too. Excitement. uh, Action. A different kind of woman from you. But that all costs dough. No, I can't believe that. I say he was stealing from the foundation. He got in deep. He had a bar of dough. Couldn't pay off. The shark sat him up. No, that, that's not possible. You don't know him. Hey, looks like you didn't know him either. If he really needed money, he would have come to me. And tell you what? Did he have to have a hundred, maybe two hundred grand? Uh, none of this could ever be proved. Sure it could. How? First, let us establish he was stealing from the foundation. And from that, Everything follows. And how do we prove it? Ask. Ask? Scared? Of what? The truth. What if it isn't the truth? Then there's no harm done, is it? I... I don't know. Either you want to find out or you don't. Ask. Just like that. Just like that. I'm glad you came by, Emma. 
been good talking to you. That's where I was in the neighborhood. Well, don't be a stranger. Uh, I better be going. Bye, Emma. Goodbye, Mr. Voorhees. Ah, uh, yes. So, this is the place where Robert spent his entire working life. Mr. Voorhees, how much money did Robert take? Well? I... I wasn't prepared for that question. Can you answer it? $125,000. Why? Why did you let him get away with it? He told us if we gave him time, he would return it. And then he was murdered. Do you... Would you know why? There was a woman. How do you know? When we began to suspect him, we engaged a private detective. Oh. I'm so sorry, Emma. Oh, please. Tell me your name. Do you mind if I sit here? No. Help yourself. The bench belongs to the city. Thank you. It's just about the only thing they give you for nothing. So, you're Carlotta Cartwright. So, I am Carlotta Cartwright. Now what? I've been looking for you. Why? I'm Emma Dawson. You're his wife. I was his wife. And I was his girlfriend. You can't be more than 25. He was 60. He said he was 45. <laughs> and you believed it? He looked like 45. He acted like 45. Why was he killed? He thought he needed a lot of money. For what? For whom? For me. Didn't he? No. Do you really expect me to believe that? I went for him because of what he was. What was he? He was a great guy. In what way? He thought he had to take me places and give me things. <laughs> we went on cruises. We went to Vegas, Palm Springs. Oh, we hit all the spots. I see. And I thought he was off on research trips. He did learn a lot. <laughs> he found out you can't beat the wheels, the dice, the ponies. Where did you think the money was coming from? Well, from you. Oh. Then, um, one day I found out the truth. He broke down and, and told me. The sharks had a hold of him. He stole from the office. He thought he could run it up and pay him back. But he didn't. And that's why he was killed? I said to him, Bobby, why do you... Bobby? Oh, I always called him Bobby. I mean, how could you call such a macho guy Robert? I said, call your wife. She's rich. You're crazy. I said, if she loves you, even if she doesn't, she's got to bail you out. And what did he say? He said, no, I can't. It'll be the end of my marriage, and i got to say that. And I said, they'll kill you. He said, no, no they won't. They said they'd give me some more time. <laughs> but they didn't give more time. They lied to us. They killed him, and it was, it was my fault. Why? Well, he thought he needed a lot of money to keep me. 
But he didn't. I would have worked for him, supported him, scrubbed floors for him. I loved him. I understand. Can you understand? You were only his wife. Only his wife? I believe a certain popular philosopher defines a wife as the woman who is always the last one to know. And I would suppose a similar statement could be used to describe a husband as well. Wives, husbands, they share their lives. Or do they? It is said that familiarity only breeds contempt and children. But not always. Sometimes it can also nourish ignorance. We are nourishing a third act for you, and the curtain shall rise on it shortly. An ancient Greek philosopher named Antigonus was once flatteringly described as the brilliant son of the sun. He replied rather dryly, my valet is not aware of this. Mr. Goethe, some 2,000 years later, carried the concept forward when he remarked, no man is a hero to his valet. All of which goes to prove that we present one aspect to those who are most intimately associated with us and another to the rest of the world. This may be said of the late Robert Dawson with a vengeance. Who killed him? You know who killed him, Mrs. Dawson. They caught the guy. I'll ask you again. Who killed him? He was caught. He went to jail. Who paid him to kill Robert? I don't know. You're lying. Why would I lie? He's dead. What does it matter? Who were the people who wanted him dead? I told you. Longshot. They have names, don't they? I never met any of them. I don't believe you. I didn't even know about any of them until it was too late. You said... He told you he had an idea that he had discussed with those people and that on the strength of it, they were willing to give him some more time. Well, that's what he told me. But it turns out he was wrong. They didn't give him more time. They lied to him? I guess they did. Why? Well, how would I know why? I don't even know who they are. Why would they lie to him? I already told you. I don't... Well, maybe they wanted him to have a... A false sense of security. That doesn't make any sense. Does any of it make sense? What was the idea? Which idea? The one we're talking about. The one he discussed with with the sharks. I don't know. I don't believe you. It's the truth. Look, all I wanted was a good time. He was a terrific guy. He had everything I always wanted in a man. He had class. You know what I mean? But I, I was never in any kind of trouble before. I mean, with gamblers and hoodlums and killers. So I didn't want to listen to the idea because I I knew it couldn't be any good. But you knew what it was. No, believe me. You knew. You may have rejected it, but you knew. I didn't. Tell me. No. Look, I, I don't care what you say to me or what you do to me, but I won't tell you. You can't make me tell you. Sure, have her come in. Emma. Hey, it's just great to see you. Sit down. And to what do I owe the honor? 
I came here to thank you, Harry. For what? Oh, for being such a good friend. <laughs> well, you, you get that for nothing. Thank you for helping Robert make such a fool of me. You want to repeat that? You knew he was going out with another woman. I knew. He was traveling all over the country with her. Yes. And kind, loyal, devoted friend that you were, you decided to say nothing about it. Emma, I'm sorry. You lied to me. No. No, I said nothing. Oh, well, that's the worst kind of lie there is. The silent one. Please, Because Emma. it implies that everything is just fine. But you knew better. Why didn't you tell me? How could I tell you? You could have said, Emma, your husband is making a fool out of you with another woman. And suppose I would have said it. Would you have believed me? Yes. And then you would have hated me for the rest of your life. I did what I thought was right. Harry, you let the whole world laugh at me. Is your vanity so important? Dig deeply enough into anyone to draw blood. And vanity is the most important thing there is. I suppose, when it comes down to it, you men have something most of us women don't. And that is loyalty to each other. Or, maybe you couldn't tell me about Harry because you have someone of your own, too. Were you afraid he might tell Martha? Emma, don't be angry. Oh, I'm not angry. Not anymore. I just don't care. Hello, Emma. Oh, Martha. Are you mad at me, too? No, no. Come in. I'm here to plead Harry's case. I am very angry with him, Martha. Oh, don't be too angry. After all, he's in love with you. Isn't that strange, coming from you? Oh, he's, he's not really in love with you. That's with the idea of you. For years, he's placed you so high on a pedestal, he doesn't even dare aspire to you. What kind of nonsense is that? Oh, it's the kind of nonsense that makes the world go round. My world, anyway. Besides, isn't it better this way than if he were really unfaithful to me? Did you know about Robert? No. I find that hard to believe. Surely you must have heard rumors. Did you hear rumors? We are two of a kind, Emma. We don't listen. We don't look for trouble. I couldn't tell you anything about Robert. Actually, I can't even tell you anything about Harry. Oh, Harry's life is an open book. But if you look closely, you can't tell the language it's printed in. Do you know who Harry is? I've known Harry all my life. Hmm. Tell me about Harry. His family was very rich. He never had to work for a living. And so he's been able to devote all his time to community service. And he eats that up with a spoon. He loves the publicity. The rubbing of shoulders with the famous, the praise that's heaped upon him. Well, he deserves it. What isn't generally known. Five or six years ago, Harry lost most of his money. How is that possible? All these things happen. What hurt him was not the idea that he might have to reduce our standard of living, but that he'd have to give up most of his honors and titles and whatnot. But why? 
Emma, you have to have a great deal of money to do what he does. But you said he lost it. Well, he came home. He felt about it for a while. And then he said, All right, I think I'll have to do something. I smiled. Poor man. What was he qualified to do? Financially, I mean. Well, he could have come to me. I would have let him have. Oh, that was no solution. He had to find something of his own. And did he? Yes. What? I don't know. But didn't you ask? Oh, yes. Well, what did he ask? He said he'd become involved in several enterprises. Well, what sort of enterprises? He's been rather vague on the subject. Well, don't you have the right to know? Yes, I have the right. I also have the wisdom not to exercise it. All I know is he's very happy. And when he's happy, I'm happy. Darling, come to dinner tomorrow night. Uh, Emma, Emma, what is it? What are you staring at? Uh, Emma, you're pale. Should I get you a glass of water? Or go to the police. With what? They want evidence. What have you got? The word of a professional hood? Emma, what about the police? I'll go to the press. <laughs> you know who the big man is. A society guy. A charity guy. Chairman of the mayor's committee of this, head of the board of directors of that. <laughs> They'll put you away as a nut. Emma, what press? What police? What are you talking about? You said he had an idea. That he told them he had an idea. And they said they'd give him more time. What was the idea? I, I don't know. What was the idea? I didn't want to know. I was afraid. What was the idea? I didn't want to listen. Why didn't you want to know? Emma, whom are you talking to? Emma. You said there was nothing you wouldn't do for me. And when the time came, you did nothing. I did a great deal for you, Emma. What did you ever do for me? I... I did a great deal for you. Emma, Emma, what is wrong? What? You've been carrying on the weirdest conversation with... Well, I guess with yourself. Are you all right? I don't know. I'm not sure just yet. But I think so. I think so. I know what happened, Puma. Hey, you do? Yes, I know what happened. You do, huh? The two Ds, just as you said. Hey, yeah, Dames and Dope. In that order. Yeah, so we've been stepping out on you. Yeah, that chump. I gotta be glad he was knocked off. So funny how the whole thing just opened up like a flower. Lovely blossom. Beautiful. But poisonous. Uh, you gotta look out for that kind. It was the story of two men who were leading secret lives. The first was my husband. He wanted wine, women, and song. And he looted the till to pay the bill. Yes. Got in deeper and deeper. Yeah, they always do. But he still had, what would you call it, Boomer? An ace in the hole. A rich wife. Me. If I were to die, he'd be a millionaire. And out of trouble. But I don't get it. He, he wanted to knock you off? Exactly. 
And so he went to see you, uh, Mr. Autoclave J. Framis, to arrange it. But I was told, uh, uh, I remember this, uh, my orders were to deliver the package to him. A uh, boomer, smart as you are, you don't know everything. It seems that your Mr. Autoclave J. Framis is also leading a double life. Like you said, Boomer, he's very wealthy and socially prominent. Who would ever dream that he is Mr. Autoclave J. Framis? And what's more, that he happens to have a crush on me. And so, Mr. A.J.F. sized up the situation drew his own conclusions and decided that while the message would be the same, it would be delivered to a different recipient. And is that what happened? That's what happened. So, so what happens now? Nothing. What can I do? Go to the police? Like you said, I have no evidence. I go to the media. As you put it, Boomer, they'd shut me up in the nut house. So, sometimes it's best to let sleeping dogs lie. As far as my late beloved husband is concerned, let lying dogs sleep. What are you going to do? Do I have to worry? I'm still young and attractive and rich. Sure, yeah. You'll find a guy. Um, uh, a real guy. I will. And I owe it all to you, Boomer. I wish I could do something for you. Do you? Just name it. Well, uh... Could you come back next week? Did she? I'm sure she did. And was Mr. Autoclave J. Framis actually her dear, lifelong friend, Harry? I don't know. Did it happen just as she figured it out? Or did her mind seize upon an entirely logical and reasonable series of coincidences? I think the best stories are those that can have not just one ending, but two or even three. After all, the more the merrier. I shall return shortly. thought persists. It won't go away. Did she really solve it? Or driven by her guilt, did she spin a convincing fantasy? The answer is, does it matter? All of us weave fantasies to make our lives easier or even bearable. And also to provide us with tolerable answers to fundamentally difficult and disturbing questions. In this imperfect world, if one cannot be a saint, then the next best thing is not to be a sinner. Our cast included Terry Keane, Fred Gwynn, Evie Juster, and Sam Gray. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. And now, a preview of our next tale. How many German divisions are stationed in Italy today? Hmm? Today? July 26th. Uh, well, by tomorrow morning, three more divisions will be crossing the Brenner Pass, uh, the Tarvis, and the St. Bernard. Uh, Operation Alaric. 
The purpose of those troops is to disarm the Italian forces. We'll turn their soldiers into factory workers and their factories to plant for the Reich. And where is this been informed of the plan to rescue Mussolini? Well, no one. Only you and I know this mission. As a Führer stressed that, we have been aware of Italy's collapse for five months. But so, hmm? what can I do to help? I have the airfield surrounded. Within 48 hours, 10,000 paratroopers will be landing. I have trucks ready to take them away, even in the highest places in Berlin. It is a secret that we are about to kidnap Mussolini. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by White Westinghouse Appliance Company. This is Tammy Grimes, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time. It's Sun's fall introduction to the newest, finest in TVs, appliances, and electronic equipment at all seven sun-saving centers. See and compare all the latest and most sophisticated electronics products for home, school, or business. Examples of the specials you'll find this week at Sun is the Texas Instruments Color Computer. You need no computer experience. Begin using it within minutes after you plug it in. And at Sun, this Texas Instruments computer is just $267. Plus, Texas Instruments will give you a $100 rebate, making your Texas Instruments computer only $100. $67. Other great buys for the office include a Sanyo telephone answering system for just $88. Use a standard cassette tape, has automatic shutoff and ring delay switch. Or get the Royal Safari portable typewriter with 84 character keyboard, half spacing and full scale preset tabulator plus carrying case, all for just $67. For these and hundreds more fall introduction values now through Saturday, shop any of Sun Saving Centers. Sun brings you good things for less. The music of your life is on. 1230 WCOL Columbus, 58 degrees downtown. It's 11 o'clock. CBS News, I'm David.